to another Art House Rewind, everybody. I'm Matt. I'm Arliss. And I'm Jake. That was great, Arliss. Good energy. <laughs> I loved it. I'm so happy to be back with you, gentlemen. It's been a couple weeks. Been busy. And today, we're going to talk about uh, a little trip that Jake and I took last week, which is why, if for whatever reason, you're the one person that's a diehard Art House Rewind uh, listener, you probably noticed we weren't around last week. And there's a very good reason for that that we're going to talk about this week. But first, as always... Jake, what's happening at the Babcock? Now, full disclosure, typically this is Brian's job, yeah. but Brian's on vacation right now, so we're going to see how you do, Jake, and uh, pro- Brian will probably give you a letter grade on the next episode, so we'll see. Here's, here's how it goes. Well, well, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it's Bo is Afraid the rest of the week. We're holding on to that guy, so it's Ari Oster's film. What did you think, Arliss? Uh, I loved it a lot, actually. I think it's my favorite movie of his, and it is a movie that you either love or hate, and I I love it, and I was very, I was kind of tepid about whether or not I was going to straight out tell people I would love it, because it's a pretty weird movie, but it is great. They're going to judge you for loving it? Yeah. So, my question about it, so, uh, obviously, it, it's... Uh, it, it's a film, I haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. but it, it seems to be a film that asks okay. you to go on this journey, and either yeah. you are in on that journey or you're out on that journey. My question is, uh, do you know early on in the film, like, would you be able to sit in and in the first half hour be like, yes, I love this, this is awesome, I'm in, or is it one of those, like, it takes a turn later on in the film that that's the moment you either are in or out? No, I would say probably within the first 30 minutes okay. is whether or not okay. you want to go on this long journey okay. through. Okay. Of just It's literally just a guy trying to get to his mom's house. That's what I've been describing the movie is, <laughs> as. Cause and it, it's one it of is when you think favorite. about it. Just, <laughs> I love it. Oh, and then so Wednesday, great. we have the Billings Catholic School in to do their student films. So... Uh, Billing Central does their film premieres with us, and so mm-hmm. this year it's open to the public. You can buy tickets on our website. Um, it's uh, some of the student films, so the smaller ones, and then also their long feature films. So uh, doors for that one are at six o'clock on Wednesday. And this is this has been an event we've done privately at Art House for the last few years. Babcock, it's been at the Babcock. Oh, we've been at the Babcock. Yeah. I know we started at the we Art did House, some, right? Yeah, okay. well, we did some social distancing, and it's gone back and forth a little bit. Got it. So. Okay. Anyways. Really cool stuff. It's always fun to see local filmmakers and people that are just trying stuff and learning and growing and, and to come and celebrate the work and energy that they're doing. So come and by. They're check good. It out. Yeah. Like I think he last year he took his to a film festival, like a student's, yeah. like high school students, and I think they placed really high. That's awesome. So they're really well done. Um, yeah, That's and, really cool. And working that event last year, you, you can just tell that people are really into the energy of what's going on on it's screen. It's supportive because, and kind. And, yeah, yep, which is the amount of cheers I heard last year. <laughs> I love it. So all that to say, you can come and watch the first half hour of Bo is Afraid if you'd like and discover if you want to go for the journey or not, but at least try the first half hour. Uh, and then don't miss out on uh, Billings Catholic School's film presentation. So it'd be really, really great. So... Today, we're going to talk about this thing that maybe if you are just somebody that doesn't intimately follow film world stuff, this might be new information for you, which is, is uh, you know, it's okay that you don't know about it, because honestly, I didn't know about this thing until we were looking to start Art House, but something happened last week called CinemaCon, which is the uh, International Convention for Film Exhibitors, so f- basically movie theater owners all converging on Vegas and and you show up 
and all the different distributors and, and production studios show up and kind of show their slate or show all the films that they're going to be coming out within the next year. Because the goal is to get everybody hyped about these movies and say, man, I, I you know, like maybe you've heard about this film, but then you get to see a sizzle reel, a sizzle reel. You get to see 20 minutes or they show some full films right. sometimes. And, and the goal for them is like you walk out of that and we as art house or we as the Babcock would be like, Oh, now we can't wait to book this film on that stuff. So I had been previously to, to CinemaCon, but uh, took Jake along with me this year. And our reasoning for that was kind of some Babcock and Phase 2, like vision growth ideas. We thought let's we needed to interface with some people that were going to be there. So we went there for that. But ultimately, we also got to sit in on all these studio presentations and hear what they've got coming up. So I thought it'd be fun uh, for Jake and I to kind of debrief and talk about what we liked, what we're excited about, maybe something we were excited about that we're not as excited about about anymore uh but and then arliss you're kind of here to debrief with us so you might have some questions or comments or thoughts as as we're kind of going about some things so ultimately jake how was your time in vegas it was good i i thought it was great um the everything was structured really well uh we got to preview some really cool stuff and i think that um, I would say that maybe an unfortunate part is some of those smaller studios that we at Art House, our Art House crew loves, weren't yep. there. Like I would have loved to seen an A24 slate or a Neon slate, right? That's the things we get for everybody. But to see what's coming out big picture wise, I think is really cool. Um, and because I think we do have opportunity to to decide whether or not something's worth competing for. Um, you know, the, the places at the edge of town can play something every 15 minutes, but is it worth it for us to try hard and to compete with those guys on some of these films we got to see this week? And for me, it's, it's, it's fun because it, it leans into that, that goal or that vision of like bringing some personality behind we're booking, which obviously Brian does our booking and, and is the best personality on planet earth to be doing that. But it gives us a little bit of like, local community like hey this is we've seen some of this or we've you know seen the whole thing whatever it is and we think this like billings is going to love this film or billings needs to see this film that's kind of our hope for art house in some ways too that we have this personality of how we look at and book films so it it, it was a good time and we gambled a little bit and didn't lose a bunch of money didn't so that's a, a win money. right yeah, exactly so, got to eat some good food yeah just for the record did not gamble any phase two funds just so everybody yeah. knows i told the staff on the way out the door it'll I'm be gonna, part of my memoirs later in life <laughs> i'm gonna double our phase, phase two fundraising. Guys. yeah <laughs> and it's because of how I rolled. It's because of how I rolled, exactly. No, we did not. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a good time to get away with Jake and just to experience all of that stuff. So one of the things that they do is they don't just show films or clips or trailers, but they're, again, they're these studios are trying to sell the movie theater owners on these films. So they're trying to pamper you by bringing out all these stars and actors and producers and directors and getting everybody really excited about all that stuff. So Jake, when you look at the the week and what we just went through, what are some highlights for you that you're like, A, I'm really excited I got to kind of see that person or be in the same room. And just full disclosure, being in the same room means we're like thousands of people, like 3,000 people, 3,000 people. And they're on a stage and you know, there's a hundred feet, a hundred feet of difference. Yeah. Yeah. So we did not meet or shake hands or high five or anything like that for the record, but we're in the same room as these people. So all that to say, who, who were some of the, the people or what were some of the films that were most interesting and exciting for you? 
I think uh, one that really turned the corner and has me like all the way hooked now is Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought out Ryan Gosling, uh, Margot Robbie, and Greta Gerwig, who's the director. Yep. And just their ability to talk about the emotions that they went like, I kind of just thought like, Oh, here's a fun comedy that obviously we're going to get to see like Barbie in her world. And it's hyper, right. Yep. Kind of thing just from the trailer. But I think listening to them talk about it, I am, I am sold like it. And even if I don't like it, I think that it's going to be interesting to see because they talked about an emotional journey. They played us a clip that was different than the trailer. We kind of got to see, Oh, there is story. It's not just some two hours of nonsense kind of thing. So that one to me was the one that turned was a big one. turned a crazy corner. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like the first trailer was joke, 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 joke the whole time. And like I think there's been a part of us at Art House in particular that's interested in it because it's Greta Gerwig. Right. We we trust her as a director, writer. It's Noah Baumbach yep. is writing with her. We trust him as a writer. And so, like, there's this interest in it, but I'm with you. Like, it turned from interest into excitement uh, watching what we got to see. And uh, I had to confess to my wife that seeing Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling on the stage, uh, at the end of the day, I was fine with Margot Robbie. I was so excited that I was in the same room as Ryan Gosling. That (laughs) man could just... It was charismatic. Yeah, I just wanted like, just hang out with that guy. So... Yeah, that was really, really fun uh, to see that. So that that would, I think that's a, a great pick. So I think the the one for me that I'm most surprised by is, and it, it's not necessarily because of the person that was in the room, but just because of where I was at going into it and where I am now, that switch was uh, The Color Purple, yeah. the musical. Um, like I've seen that on a slate. I'm like, oh, Fine, it's another musical. Yep. They brought out Oprah. Again, it wasn't the Oprah factor. For some people, it is the it Oprah factor. It was the factor. Oprah factor for me. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> it is. Not I was looking under my seat for a free car, everybody. Yeah. It, she didn't Which do they it. kind of made that. Who made that joke? The exec after her. Was it? Uh, was you, it get anyway. yeah. Yeah. you get a car. You get a car. Anyways, so, I mean, that was fun and cool and fine. But so Oprah was there because she's producing the film. She obviously starred in the, the uh, original, original not one. musical. She's not starring in this one. She's just producing it. But... Uh, they played a extended trailer of this thing, and Quincy Jones is doing the music. You could feel it. And you just, like, for me, it was like, this is why musicals exist. Like, this is awesome, and I cannot wait to watch this movie. She brought out all the stars of the film, and they talked about it. There's some people that were in the Broadway production of yep. it that are in the film of it. Like, it just feels like they're, they're kind of doing it right. It's not a cash grab. It's like, we know how to tell this story. We've been doing it really well on Broadway for a while now, and we've got it figured out for how we're going to do it uh, on the big screen. And, and for me, I was... Again, I could have cared less going into that of like, oh, the color purple, the musical, whatever. But on, I'm on the other side of it. Like, I can't wait for this movie. And that's coming out, I think, Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. And full disclosure, just because we're talking about this film doesn't mean we're going to book it at right. Art House or the Babcock. We're just talking candidly about what we're excited about. So that might be one we book. I think that one would be really fun to see at the Babcock, Brian, if you're listening. But uh, maybe not. So right. anyways, all that say. How about you? Uh, any, any other? Let's do one more kind of big one that you're excited about or something that you change the corner on? Um, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw, I'll, I'll say this one. Gran Turismo. Yeah. Was not really interested in this one. It's based on a video game. It's not even a video. It's a driving simulator yeah. video game. If you know what Gran Turismo is like, and I was like, what are they doing? You know, this it's 
this is dumb. Like, this is just a cash grab. And then they brought out some of the stars. David Harbour was there. And he Orlando talked, Bloom. And he talked candidly about, like, oh, yeah, Orlando Bloom. Like, talked candidly about, yeah, this is based on a driving simulator. This is A true story, too. Yeah. That So they... They had a competition. Yeah, you tell it. um, Where if you were in the top race, because they realized that real racers were using Gran Turismo as their uh, like simulator, Uh, and so they had a competition. And if you won your bracket, your league, you got to go to this racing academy where you got to race actual real cars uh, in Europe for the circuit. So. Um, based on a true story and the, the cool part to me was they had racing simulators in the like at the conference mm-hmm. and if you were the best time of the day you got tickets to go to the world premiere in la and i could see in your eyes you wanted to give it a I shot i really you, wanted to, you try wanted to give it a shot but i said no we have work to do jake we're not here to play video games only because i would have sat there the whole day to try to be the best <laughs> anyways that one was a surprise to me that i walked out of that trailer i don't think it's going to be the, you know for me the greatest film ever or like right. my favorite but it definitely uh turned that corner and was excited and the last one i would point at would be wicked i've seen the the wicked broadway, broadway production yeah. uh when my wife and i visited um new york a few years ago and great awesome I get why they're making it a movie, but there's something about seeing that footage and trailer. And this was one that like, no one had seen anything yet. They're still filming. They're still filming. We're on set. Like it's kind of cool to feel that behind the scenes, but to see those sets and to see what they're making and And even some of the small Grande as Glenda was pretty crazy. I I had read that and was like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. yeah, Dumb. But then you see it. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. So all that to say, that was one, again, for me that going into it was like, yeah, whatever, but coming out of it, I'm like, I, that Wizard of Oz yeah, vibe. There's something about I it. I was telling someone last night, it's just like, man, if they made Wizard of Oz today, I don't want them to remake Wizard of Oz, but right. this feels like if we could tell that story with what current storytelling technology, technology we have, yeah. this is what they're doing, and it just is hitting on all cylinders for me. I was going to say remake Wizard of Oz in 4D, so I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I would say as far as someone, too, that had a lot of passion is uh, like Seth Rogen came out for a couple different things, but for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was fun to watch. He was pretty crazy passionate about like them handing him this project and in him talking about that they literally picked teenagers to voice the turtles like that some of the recordings and things they used were these actual teenager conversations they're having with each other in the recording room. Yep. Um, and then he was very candid and said they couldn't use three quarters of the stuff they had recorded. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it seemed like that one to me was like, okay, you're very clearly, it's not just like you said, the cash grab, like it's your passionate. This is a vision. cool art style. You've got a cool idea. Like, mm-hmm. let's see if it works. Yep. Yeah, for me, so that that's a vibe film. I think like what we saw footage trailer wise, like wasn't a lot of story beats. It was more just the the jokes, the, the vibe, the reveal of some of the characters, which all looks cool. I agree with you. All sounds cool. I think for me that one, I, I'm interested in it for sure. But at the same time, I'm I, the story is where it's either going to make or break it. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So. Yeah, no, no. you're a Turtles fan, right? Yeah, Alice? I do feel like you mentioning a vibe. I'm down just to vibe with the you're movie. You're going to vibe with the Turtles <laughs> yep. for a bit. That's okay. So, uh, what are films that you would say you you walking out of what we saw, what we experienced, and you're thinking I'm not as excited about that, or I'm a little worried about that one? Anything, or did they do a good job of selling everything for you? Um, I think they did an okay job of selling stuff. I think. Um, just, I, 
one of the biggest messages I think that came out of that for me is the like original, not original. And it seemed like a lot of the things we were watching were not original. Yep. So like, uh, for instance, Vin Diesel came out and towed it around fast X and then said, it's actually going to be part one of fast X. There's gonna be a part two. Yeah. And, I the whole time I'm thinking, who keeps giving you money? <laughs> and then they say like it's one point five billion dollar franchise. Yeah. People keep coming and yep. they want to see it in a theater together and they wanna, you know, so it's like it's hard because my stomach says like you should have stopped, but yep. um so there's stuff like that. I think the the some of that sequel stuff was not that great. Um and c- candidly, Matt and I don't watch a lot of horror films. Yeah. But I do think there is there is a collective sense of dread that happens when you watch a movie like that in the theater. And so even watching the trailers with a group of people, I was like, maybe I need there's to, something there. Maybe I need to go to watch and something scary with people. Yeah. Like, Cause there's something there. Have you seen the nun? I have. Or, okay. So they're coming out with the nun too. Mm-hmm. And so they played this exclusive clip, which like, was kind of terrifying. I was sinking lower and lower in my seat. And my, Matt's like, have you watched this? And I was like, I saw the one the conjuring a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, it's a terror. It's, I mean, it's well done horror. And so it's terrifying. And you're having that 3000 people in a room experience of everybody like holding their breath, holding their yeah. breath and, and all that stuff is happening. Anyways, they play. So there's this huge jump scare at the end of, of what we watch, which wasn't necessarily a surprise. Like that's what you're holding your breath for. It happens. It's, lights come on and they have filled all the aisles with nuns with their faces <laughs> covered and the look like the nun yeah. and just this collective like everybody like, it, was, out. Yeah. it was magical it was yeah. like this it is was awesome good. yeah that was really good but I, I agree with you like there is a part of me that's like this is why horror is fun right uh, and, and it's not just jump scares but there's something about that collective experience I think that uh, a movie I'll probably end up watching anyways, but was like, oh, was the Ryan Gosling, Emily Blunt, mm-hmm. uh, Fall Guy? Fall Guy, yeah. I was 100% in on that, and then they showed uh, footage, and I'm I'm banking on the fact that it's just very early, rough cut, Yeah, like they haven't really put together a full trailer. Because like they were just full rom-comming it? Yeah, I think the idea and the concept is awesome. The, the, it was, I couldn't quite get into what we saw. Yeah. So, yeah. The other hard part, and so this isn't like you pointing at the collective experience more than just an individual film is, and I totally get it. So you can't have cell phones there. They've got night vision goggles. Oh, yeah, They've we got didn't security guards. Like, yeah. So like, they laser you. So yeah. you're, you pull your phone out during any of these scenes, any of these celebrities coming out, and they're like laser lights all shine on you, and then the guards come and yell at you about and flashlight and stuff. So all that to say, like, it's just, it, I get why they're doing that. I don't have a problem with them doing that, but it just creates this different, like, there were so many times when, like, I don't remember everything that we saw all right. the time because we just had to be there and I'm used to, like, you take out. a photo or you, like, write it down or those kinds of things. So that was, uh, all, it's always interesting. So uh, the last thing I would end on, uh, for me, uh, seeing the first footage of Oppenheimer, the new Christopher Nolan film, that thing, we all know it's gonna look awesome that's just yeah. what mm-hmm. he does but i was the story was what got me excited and, right. and interested and not the story from a standpoint of like tenant where you're like what's happening i can't wait to see what's happening but a story of like we know what happens with this story right and i can't wait to see this on the big screen with these yeah. actors doing the work that they're doing so oppenheimer got me really excited and then mission impossible dead reckoning man come on <laughs> come on they showed 20 minutes of that and i when we walked out of it i was like are you hooked yet do you want to be in because it's so Good. Mission Impossible. I'm in. So, 
All right. Anything I, else I was the same way with Indiana Jones and, and yep, Matt gave me the same look. He was like, that's true. Really? This? And it was fine. And it was, it like, was fine. Are you not but sold? my question was, so we watched a chase scene in Indiana Jones and we watched a chase Mission scene. Impossible's in chase scene was much better. That's right. Did and you hear that? The humor, yeah. hear that? The humor landed. Yeah. It was, it was, oh, it was so great. So, okay. Biggest celebrity you saw that you're like excited that you get to tell your kids someday, like I was in the same room as that person. Ooh, that one's good. Um, we got to see, and I don't know if this is a twofer or not, but Leonardo DiCaprio oh, interview yeah. Martin Scorsese, which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And I have to do a big shout out to Brian because Martin Scorsese basically name dropped the five essential art films that Brian shown the two in May and the two coming up of like are the ones that Brian's already are the Brian's, yeah. uh, Brian's already booked. And it's like what Martin Scorsese is pointing out of like the greatest films of all time and yeah. what inspires him. Right. And so uh big shout out to Brian for, for feeling that way and feeling that same vibe. So, but it was, it, those, those two are pretty crazy when you consider all that they've done. Yeah. yeah pretty cool to have lunch with Martin Scorsese yeah. and Leo DiCaprio. It was a good chicken salad. <laughs> it, yeah, it was fine. So uh, I think for me, uh, uh, Denzel Washington yeah. got an award. It was fun yeah. to be in Jack Black. Like I've been a Jack Black fan for years. So like for me, like like being in the same room with him, like, right. he he reenacted his trailer for he didn't Kung have Kung a trailer, trailer for Kung Fu Four. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. he just reenacted it, which was that's what you want Jack Black to do. Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake was pretty crazy. Yep, uh, and then John Krasinski was uh, yeah. that guy's just got he's got charm too. That yeah. you're just like just talk to me, please, just do whatever you want to say. I'm okay with. So and his new film, If. Looks really, really good. It too. does look good. I'm excited it's not that. in the quiet place world, so we're good. Um, Arliss, who's the most famous person you've ever been in the same room with, other than me or Jake? <laughs> uh, just, just myself all the just time. Yourself. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mayor Cole has come oh, to uh, Art House yeah. events that you've worked at before, so mm-hmm. Mayor Cole, we'll shout out to Mayor Cole. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, other than that, lots of great stuff coming, and we've got lots of big updates coming in the next few weeks. So if yeah, you're not af- tuning after in radio, is afraid, we've got some pretty crazy picks coming from Brian. There's something almost every single night uh, as we get into the end of May. So, And we kind of snuck a little bit of Musical May in mm-hmm. there at the end. So mm-hmm. you'll hear more about that next week. Yep. Come oh. see Mary Poppins. I'm pretty excited that we're... You we just that. spilled the beans. No. Oh. All right, everybody. Hope you're doing well. We hope to see you around the movies really, really soon. Thanks so much. Bye. 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 Bye.